What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, if this is your first time listening, if you don't know what a motherfucking CEO is, let me wrap your little tiny brains around it. You got to go through life. It's a must. We all have to do it. We all have to struggle. We all have people that kick us in the balls. We all have people that slap us in the faces. But guess what? You're going to have to man up and deal with it, or you're going to have to cower down, be a pussy, and take the world's ass beatings as they come. Okay? Why would you do that? Why would you sit around and let the world have its way with you? Why would you let the world smash you down when you have all the potential to be great? Every single person listening to this right now has that potential. We all have special skills. We all have special talents. We all have the ability to be great. And the problem is, is that society beats us down so much that we don't believe in ourselves. And so what this podcast is about, obviously, is entrepreneurial information, business information, how to practically succeed in those areas But also, it's about how to become a fucking boss and be the motherfucking CEO of you. So it's a little mix of self-help. It's a little mix of practical knowledge. But all of this stuff matters. And my goal is is that you turn the table and be the one kicking life's ass instead of having life kick your ass. All right? As always, I'm joined by my host, my co-host, Vaughn the Impaler. What's up, my man? Things are good, man. 2016 was good. We got two more days of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. In spite of what everybody else is saying. Yeah, we got a lot of people media. fucking crying, don't we? Yeah. Ooh, 2016 was so tough on me. Jesus Christ. Whine a little fucking more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, dude, like how much can you fucking whine before you realize that nobody gives a fuck about your whining? Right. You know, these people making these Facebook and Instagram posts about 2016 being the worst year ever. No, it's not the worst year ever. You're the fucking worst. Right. You know? Like, who thinks that? Uh, fuck, apparently a lot of people. Yeah. A, a bunch of fucking losers. I mean, worse than, you know, the year that Hitler was around or the year of the Great Depression. <laughs> I mean, you have so much and you're, you're Look, focusing man, on Look, man, what do negative. you expect? We're, we're surrounded by a generation, a whole entire generation of people that were told that they're special, that they get a participation trophy for showing up, that it's okay to finish last, you're still good. What do you think? You know, these people get out in the real world, and what do they do when things don't go their way? They fucking whine, because whining's worked their whole life. Right. You know what I mean? And when whining works your whole life, and you're told you're special your whole life, and then all of a sudden the world steps on your nuts a little bit, it's it's hard to deal with. You know? Yep. And uh, that's part of the reason we do this podcast, is yeah. to bring the reality of the world back into perspective. You know, so many people are idealists, you know? They think that... Things should be a certain way, and they believe that they should be a certain way, and they somehow confuse that into things are that way. Right. You know, and the way they should be and the way they are are two different things. And I can tell you that right now, you know, you're going to be much more successful dealing with the way things are, whether they be the harshest thing possible and just dealing with it, rather than pretending things are the way they should be and trying to, to navigate that way in a world where things are the way they are. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Makes total sense. Yeah. So what are you most excited about in 2017? Mm. You know, I'm always excited, so I don't know that I'm excited more than I would ever be about anything else. I'm, you know, our, our companies are going to, this is going to be a breakout year for us. Um, you know, people say, oh, you're already doing all this business and you're doing this and that. Yeah, but that's, you know, not anything compared to what we want to be doing mm-hmm. so you know we're still a little peon in, in the grand scheme of things so i think this is going to be a breakout year for us we're getting the attention of some people that uh that are you know big influencers we're getting the attention of, of you know i've seen people who are a-list celebrities using our products um, i'm excited i see it starting to gain real traction so that's kind of cool I agree. Yeah. I, uh, I'm excited about the MFCEO project movement. I think in the last year, I mean, we're now up to literally millions of followers, or I don't like the term followers, friends, right. millions of people in the in the movement. And I just, I think it's just going to grow exponentially. Well, I think that's the difference. That's the biggest difference between listening to this podcast or listening to other podcasts. I mean, this is a community of people who all are fucking tired mm-hmm. of what we just talked about. The whining, the bitching, the crying, we're, 
we're dealing with a group of people here that are competitors that want to win, that want to be successful, that want to make money, that want to, you know, be the champion of their lives and not be another, you know, beat down, feel sorry for myself, pussy that the world wants us all to be, you know, and they don't apologize for it. I think that's fucking awesome. You know, I don't apologize for where I am in life. I worked fucking hard to get here. Right. You know, I had a dude tell me in the gym uh, the other day, I drove my rolls to the gym and he's like, what are you trying to do? Show everybody up? It's like, look, motherfucker, I work my fucking dick off to get where I am. And just because you fucking decided to drink beer with your fucking neighbors every night when I was working my ass off for 30, you know, 20 fucking years now, you know, I'm not trying to show you up, but this is how I want to live. So fuck you. Right. You know, and, and dude, I think people are tired of that whole mentality that it's not cool to be successful. No, it's cool to win. It's cool to be successful. It's cool to be the fucking champion in your life. It's cool to fulfill your potential. It's cool to be able to help people. And you can't do that being a broke motherfucker sitting on your fucking igloo cooler in your driveway drinking beers with your fucking neighbors. It's truth. Absolutely. You know, and people, it's like, it's like in junior high school, you know, the cool thing was to like, act like you're like, you don't know the right answer. You know what I mean? Like you don't go, you're supposed to grow out of that. You're supposed to grow out of that. You're supposed to get the right answer. You're supposed to get, you're supposed to become useful, become valuable, become the person who's getting fucking paid. That's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't see, I literally don't see how anybody can fucking have that mentality. Like I had this fucking person ask me a couple weeks ago, like they said, what they said something, I can't remember the exact comment, but it was to the tune of, have you ever dealt with the fear of being successful? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? The fear of being, the fuck are you talking about? That's all I've ever wanted my entire life. Fuck no, I'm not afraid of it. And no, I've never dealt with it. And you're a person who deals with the fear of being successful. You're a fucking pussy. And that's it. Dude, it's hard as fuck to be successful. If you're afraid of it, you can fucking just go ahead and retire and kick your fucking feet up and watch fucking Dukes of Hazard, whatever the fuck you watch, and be happy doing that. Because, dude, it takes all your energy. And I'm a smart motherfucker. Am I the smartest motherfucker? No, I'm not. But I'm smart. I'm learning every day. I make it a habit to learn. You know what? If I have to struggle as hard as I have to become what quote unquote people consider successful, which by the way, I don't consider myself successful because I want to be a fucking billionaire. Okay. Then you better get rid of the fucking, Ooh, what does that even mean, dude? What do people mean when they say that? Like, I can't even comprehend it. So like, it's so out of my fucking brain. What are you talking about? Hmm. What do you, what is the fear of being successful? What does that mean to people? Honestly, I've heard that before, and two confessions. I've, I've sympathized with what I thought they meant, but the more I advance in life and the more I, the more I you know, fulfill my own potential, I don't know what there is to be afraid of. It's exhilarating. You know, like I've been the happiest, I, I would say in the last three weeks, I've been the happiest I ever have been, and it's because I think I've gotten far more disciplined, even in the just the last three weeks, getting up at four o'clock in the morning. My wife said, you are the happiest you've ever been. I said, I know. Because you're most productive. As I, I've been right. the most productive. It's not even and, about the money, but my point is, is like, what, what are they saying? MC Salmon, chime in. What are they saying? What does that mean? Be afraid of success. I don't even think they know what it means. I, I You know what? That might be true. Because <laughs> They're I just hear parroting people, something like, that they once heard yeah. back in the day, which, you know. The fuck are you talking it, about? It, it, it made no sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid to have an extra money in my bank account. I'm afraid of fucking making new friends that, you know what I think it might be? Letting go of their old life. That's what I'm saying. I think it might be that. Like, oh. Because well, it's comfortable. If I make money, right. then so-and-so, I'm not going to be friends with them or they're going to be different. And my uh, Dude, you don't understand that because you grow and level up in life, the relationships you used to have, some of them might fade out, but you replace them with new relationships that are more in line with what the fuck you really want. Yeah. And people forget, they think that they're like, that's like that fucking lonely at the top saying, I fucking hate that saying. Oh, it's lonely at the top. What the fuck are you talking about? You've been to the top? No. They haven't even seen the top. (laughs) I haven't fucked. I'm not at the top, but I can tell you what, every relationship I have now is 10 times better than the relationship I had 10 years ago. Right. All of them. 
<laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of it has to do with what Uncle Grant says. He says when you're successful, there's a cycle. You know, you have they ignore you, then they criticize you, then they actually oppose you, and then they copy you. And I think when people get successful, I think if they're honest, what they're afraid of is getting criticized. That's what they're afraid of. They're afraid of doing anything. That's well, there's no question their, that that, that affliction, of, that fear yeah. of being criticized, is 99.99 percent of the world. Right. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't. The first time somebody says something negative to you, you don't just brush it off. You you like screenshot it and then you send it to all your friends. Look what this fucking guy said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know you're all upset because it's. It's new to you and you're not used to it, but it's like anything. It's it's, a, it's the same analogy that I put out there is like, you know, getting into a fucking, you know, cold swimming pool or getting into a hot tub. Dude, it's hard to get in at first, but once you're in there, you really can't tell. You, you know, mm-hmm. like people say negative shit to me. I just fucking block them. Right. You know, like, dude, if you're not there to support me, fuck you. Get off my page. Yeah. And I get criticized for that. Why you block people for having a differentiating opinion? Well, you know what? Because I'm an adult. And when I don't agree with your fucking post, I keep scrolling, motherfucker. I don't try to like make you look stupid. And you're successful because you don't waste time and energy on exactly. shit. That I'm not going to give that productive. person my fucking attention. That's all they want. I'm going to give my attention to people that fucking support me. Right. You know, I don't know, man. I At the end of the day, people are still fucking pussies. That's what it's all to come down to. You know, I'm going to whine. I'm going to cry. And hopefully something's going to change for me by whining and crying, which nothing ever does. Right. The only thing that changes for you is, is your perception that other people have of you goes from being a normal human to being a whiny crybaby fucking bitch. And people say, you know, when you text them to go to dinner, they're going to text you back. You know what I mean? That's the shit that changes for you. Right. You know, and what gets me, dude, is like all these people out there that whine and cry and bitch and that are single. And like, they like, like, dude, if I was single, I'm not trying to put my fucking A game out there. Like, I'm not like, gonna try to act like a crybaby about things not going my way. I'm gonna try to act like I'm the fucking man so I can get some chicks. Like, dudes, dudes, I'm talking to you dudes. Like, dude, if you're whining and crying about shit, like, these girls, they're not going to be about that. Like, oh, well, I'm just being real. Well, go be real by yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> like, dude, what are you... Like, the girls are the same way. Like, all guys are dogs. All guys are pieces of shit. Blah, blah. What guy is going to want to date you? Exactly. Like, I don't understand what people are thinking when they put this shit out there for people to read. Like, bro, be real, but, you know, filter that shit a little bit. Like... <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just proof that most people bring all their problems on themselves. Oh, you know? yeah. They're constantly posting negative shit, and they're like, no, I can't ever find, find a guy. Well, no shit. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like somebody said the other day, I, I read this, uh, all of your problems have the same common denominator. They're, yeah, I wrote that. Was that you? Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Bond me Andy. Uh, yeah. Well, see, I'm all, I'm around your stuff all the time. I just I, now it's just like every, anytime anything good said, I just assume it's it's you. Uh, well, that's a good assumption. Yeah, yeah. It's probably exactly, true. Exactly. Well, we are coming to the end of the... Uh, we've got two more days before the end of the year, and I, I think it's appropriate we're talking about today's topic is really finishing. Well, actually, this is going to po- post the the first podcast of 2017. That's true. That's true. So, so, so yeah. So, this will be... But we're talking today, guys. So, today about, is fucking Thursday, and yeah. you're going to hear this on Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. So, now you know our secret. Yeah. We exactly. pre-record shit. Exactly. So, um, so we're talking about perseverance. We're talking about finishing, and uh, gotta finish strong. Yeah. So I guess Not my question early. is: uh, Don't finish too early. Just right up front. <laughs> Am I making you uncomfortable? <laughs> me? No. He's not even fucking listening. I'm not. Me and Tyler over here jo- jo- laughing at my perverted jokes. Yeah, I just I just see cum going all over the place right now. <laughs> see, I have to go past that because what you just happens to me line. is, what, you know, I got I got I got I got a couple a little blowback from. Uh, you know, when our last podcast, we were talking about depression and, you know, we were yeah. being, we've been nice and we're talking about everything in all that section, you know, that whole section about us basically telling people we're, you know, we're here for you. Depression's not the same as, as, as just being lazy. I apparently quoted you in saying, you know, the P word that you just oh, said. Yeah. yeah. So I got blowback for saying that, like from all the holier than now. So that we're saying like, it, it was really tough hearing you. How say many that. people? Five. And oh my God. No, out listen, of a million. If that's it, well, that's true. But I'm just saying. My point is, is that is that whole mindset that you're literally within the you're in a you're in a larger conversation meant to meant to help somebody, and somebody's nitpicking about that one little thing. That whole mindset is just foreign to me. I don't get it. 
Well, I mean, it, you know. It's an asterisk hole. Look, dude, you're giving him attention right now. Yeah. So you're just talking about the same shit we just <laughs> talked about. Well, you're worse than they are. No, I'm not. You're the fucking grasshopper. I'm fucking sensei. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wax on, bitch. <laughs> All right, well, back to, back to perseverance. So in your mind, what is... What are the expectations for the whole road to success that you actually think set people up to just end up giving up and not not persevering? You know, the biggest thing is is the way it's the message that society sends to people. You know, I, most people don't know people who are successful. And if they know people who are successful, they didn't witness their success. They didn't see them start and then work their asses off for 20 years and then become quote unquote successful. So because they don't witness that process and they only know the person if they, if they, if they're fortunate enough to know somebody who's on that level, which most people don't, Mm -hmm. they only know them once they've achieved their success. So you're only seeing the finished product, you know, and then you look on TV, there's no fucking reality TV that shows, you know, the rock back when he was fucking, you know, wrestling in bars and shit, trying to become WWE champion uh, and make his way. Nobody, nobody shows Bill Gates working in his fucking garage, or Steve Jobs working in his garage, or or uh, Zuckerberg working in his fucking dorm room. Nobody shows that. Mm-hmm. So by the time these people are known, all we see is the end product, and people assume. Not, I don't think consciously. I think they're they're just bred to think this. That like, dude, that's just how these people are. And so they think it's like this thing, like this predestined or predestination concept. Like this person was, you know, I call it the fairy tale or magic dust, you know, the magic success fairy sprinkle some dust on these people's head and they got successful. Because if you listen to how most people talk about success, they talk about it like this. Well, if one day I'm fortunate enough to blah, 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 or one day if I'm lucky enough to get to this point in life and blah, dude, it has nothing to do with that. Like I just had to have this talk with my own guys yesterday is people have the tendency to believe that things are out of their control, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what we're taught our whole lives. I mean, fuck, you're a pastor, dude. You, you know that this is what this is taught, you know, pe- you were a pastor. Okay. But the point is, is, you know, I mean, how many people did you deal with that thought that their whole entire life was in God's hands? And because of that, they didn't fucking do anything. Right. I mean, no, I'm asking. Like, how no, many people? it was an excuse for passivity. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I mean the, it was, the majority of people. Yes, yeah. majority of people think yeah. that. So because people see the end product and they think that they have no control, they assume that being successful is just something that people are as opposed to a process that people or a, a path that people go down. Mm-hmm. And every successful person explains to these people that it's a path, but those people still in their head, they think, oh, they're just saying that because that's what all successful people say. And- Instead of actually thinking, wow, they might be actually telling the truth that it it is an A plus B plus C, you know, type type deal instead of magic. Um, So I think that because people have a hard time witnessing the process and they can't witness the process because where can they witness the process? I don't know of a place that somebody can go witness a process unless you're willing to sit there for 20 years and watch something, which you're not going to do. So, so how do you witness that process to actually believe it's possible besides other people telling you that that's what they did, that you don't believe? Yeah, the only thing, there is an element of faith. You have to trust right, that those 100%. people are, te- are yes. telling the truth. So, yeah. And most people don't have faith. Right. You know, most people believe because of what we just talked about that it's something that people just are, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. So I think that, you know, when it comes to the time that it takes to be successful— because people feel like it's just something you are, and let's say it takes 15 years or 10 years or even five years, they get through one year and they say, fuck it, nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, one of the coolest stories I like about this actually, and I use this analogy all the time with my own guys, um, is the bamboo, the Chinese mm-hmm. bamboo tree. Okay. Um, Chinese bamboo, you put it in the ground. And you have to maintain the ground, water the ground, fertilize the ground for five years before it ever sprouts, okay? You will not see a fucking result for five years, but you have to continue to water the ground, continue to fertilize the ground. 
And then after five years, within six weeks of it sprouting, it grows to a height of 80 feet. All right? And that's how business is. That's, that's how success is. For the first five years, you're going to be fucking doing all the work. You're not going to be seeing any result. But then once the result happens, it happens. it's like a hockey stick curve, you know, where you got the long handle part of the stick is very flat, and then the success part is the, where the blade is, and it just shoots up. And that's how, that's how success works. But people just don't understand that because they've never been through it and they've never been able to witness it. So they don't have the faith to stick with it, and that causes you know, them to quit. But it's also, a, it's also a convenient excuse because instead of just being honest and saying, listen, I'm lazy, they say, it's magic. So it's out of my hands. So because well, of you course. said, yeah, it's I mean a, that it's a protective, yeah, it's a protective way of thinking, you know, because nobody's ever just going to straight out say, listen, I just don't want to work. I've had it. I've had a couple of people say that to me, and I, I appreciate that. Like, dude, someone like people who say to me, like, look, dude, I just don't want to work. I had a, I actually had a business owner tell me that. Um, I went to a restaurant that was unbelievable in Kansas City, and the owner was working there, and I and they only have one space, um, and I asked her, I said. I said, you, your restaurant is amazing. I said, have you ever thought of like opening more restaurants? And she just looked at me. She goes, I don't want to work that hard. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. Hey. You know what? I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. She knows what she wants. She's getting what she wants. She's winning because she's getting what she wants. That's okay. You know, but most people, you know, they won't be that honest with themselves. They won't right. be, and they sure as fuck won't be honest with other people about that. Right. But I respected that. I thought it was really cool. I mean, I was definitely shocked because I really thought it was one of the best uh, restaurants that I had been to in terms of like quick type eateries. But, uh, but I mean, you know, hey, if you don't want to work that hard, mm-hmm. don't. So you have somebody who thinks that success is magic. And so they, they start on the path and then they immediately realize, oh, this is going to take some hard work. And, and so that's why they quit. But then there are other people who understand that success takes hard work. But as they work, they might experience, because let's, let's face it, we all experience this. You've, you've mentioned this before. You're working hard, and then you just hit a wall, or you hit conflict. Do you think there are people out there who think, wow, I must be doing something wrong because there's all this conflict and things, yes. things are messy? And what would you say Dude, to those look, people? Okay, I just had to have this conversation with one of my main employees uh, this week who is a fucking awesome dude. And for years, he's been one of my best employees. Like, naturally talented, awesome enthusiasm, never struggled because he had so much natural ability. Mm -hmm. And this last six months, dude, he's been fucking struggling because he's, you're, that level, the enthusiasm, the passion, the fire, that only takes you so far Mm -hmm. before you have to, you have to, Keep tabs on your skills at all times and always be working towards sharpening that blade. You know, I use the analogy of an axe. All right, you have an axe, okay? Now, you swing the axe. There's three things that need to happen for an axe to do its job, all right? You got to swing the axe, right? Secondly, you got to hit the same spot on the tree multiple times. So you got to be consistent, all right? But what's the third thing that the axe has to have? It's got to be sharp. It's got to be a sharp fucking blade. And if the blade's not sharp, it doesn't matter how many times you smash the tree in the same spot with the axe, you're not going to cut anything down. And that's the problem that most people have with hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. They swing, they swing, they swing, they swing. And when they first start, their axe is really sharp. But but over the course of, let's say, seven, eight, nine, ten years, business changes. Things change. Techniques change. So you have to constantly be aware and this is where my favorite fucking stupid ass term self-awareness mm-hmm. comes into play <laughs> that has been beaten into the dirt yeah. but you have to be self-aware enough to know that you need to step back and sharpen your fucking blade and so this guy hasn't been sharpening his blade he's been pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding and pounding and all of a sudden he's not cutting down trees like he was we couldn't figure out why and that made him frustrated and, and it got to the point where he was talking about maybe even leaving the company and I had to sit down with them and I said, hey, look, man, you've got all the tools. You're just not doing this, you know? And right. dude, that was four days ago. In the last four days, he's been fucking killing it because it takes humility to take a step back. Because if you're good for a long time and you're doing good or you're seeing progress, you know, it's easy to believe you are good and it's easy to not be humble. And, and when I speak about humble, I don't, I don't mean that the person's arrogant and they think that they're the greatest thing ever. They just think they're good enough to where they don't need to fucking sharpen that blade or they don't need to, they don't need to learn anymore. Or they think they might know this particular part and humility plays a huge part in 
busting through barriers because humility and self-awareness, because you have to be able to a recognize, you know, fuck, I'm not getting the result that I was. And let me look at my blade mm-hmm. or B and B be humble enough to say, Hey, uh, you know, my skills aren't up to where they need to be. I need to learn some new shit and adapt. That, that, that second point is a super important point because I think so many people assume that if there is conflict, whether it's in business or whether, you know, it's just conflict, you're, you're, you're experiencing something messy as you pursue a goal, that they must be doing something wrong. Whereas, in fact, the conflict could be telling you, you're on the right path, you just have to adjust a little bit. In other words, the, conflict, I, the conflict's always, not the sign of danger, it's a sign that you, it's a teacher. I, I, exactly. It's a teacher. I've always found that conflict in business or rough spots in business were always the result of something I did. Okay, they were either the result of me becoming complacent and not keeping my axe sharp. And like, dude, when my axe isn't sharp, everybody suffers, you know, so that's a lot of pressure for me and any CEO. Like, um, it's not just about me. It's, you know, it's about everybody. So like, dude, I don't like seeing my guys suffer, you know, so I've got to constantly be putting updated information and updated techniques and and staying creative all the time. Um, But. I, I think that <clears throat> I think that most people have a really hard time. I don't think most people think of it like I just said. Mm-hmm. They they when they think a problem, they they and especially because of the way that I I kind of talk, especially on Instagram, it's about working hard, it's about working hard, it's about working hard, blah 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 blah. blah. No, it's about working fucking smart too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you can't always pound your way out of a situation. You have to actually take a step back. And when we've had problems in our business, which we've had plenty. Most of the time, it was a result of something that I did that I wasn't doing properly that once I stepped back and figured it out, it corrected itself. Right. But, you know, I I don't think most people believe that. I think most people believe, uh, even CEOs, dude, I talk to fucking CEOs all the time, and they they tell you things like, oh, the market, or oh, this, or oh, this recession, or oh, the cost of this goods, you know, is making it so we can't make money. There's always a solution. The solution is in your brain. You're just not taking the time to step back and doing the the adaption that needs the adaptation that needs to happen, you know, and business is a constant flow, man. It's, it's people think that success is like this thing that you achieve. It's not it. Success is, is a constant fluid idea or process where you're going to go up two steps you're gonna take a step back you're gonna go up two steps you're gonna take a step back and if you're and this is this is especially hurtful for people with natural ability who succeed like guys who are very successful in sales for example that have gotten by on their enthusiasm or gotten by on their personality but they don't ever learn the skills because they were so good in the beginning because they were naturally good right when they hit those barriers they seem like fucking crushing blows you know, because they now think that they failed when in reality, they just didn't do all, all the things necessary to start with. Absolutely. So to recap before we continue. So two things. One, uh, people give up and don't persevere because they really believe it's magic, that the road to success is magical and not working. And then secondly, they give up because when they experience conflict or they experience difficulty, they assume that it's a sign of inevitable doom rather than looking at it as an opportunity for progress. So the third thing I, 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 that popped into my head that I know is a huge part of this, and you touched on it just a second ago, but we got to repeat it, is, that, is this whole idea that success is not a microwave, right? It's the, you're not going to get success overnight. And how, what else would you like to add to the fact that it just takes time? I mean, dude, We've talked about that so many times. You know, if people don't grasp the idea of aggressive patience right now, they're they're not gonna. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to know it's gonna take time. Uh, you have to learn to ignore the outside messages and the outside influence. Like when I see shit on TV about these, you know, super rich people and this and that. First of all, I think the media and people who produce TV do people in, in general a disservice. Dude, I was driving to work the other day and I was driving my rolls and I was, and I got stopped just out of chance next to a bus stop where there was three dudes that looked like they were, I mean, they were fucking struggling in life. Mm -hmm. All three of them were, were fucking scratching off lottery tickets. And like, dude, it just sent like a total fucking message in my brain. It's like, dude, 
Like, I wanted to fucking go talk to him and be like, look. But they're so far, those guys are so far in that mindset that there's right. no way to break them out of it. Right. You know, and I don't have time to fucking sit down and counsel every single person. But at the end of the day, with perseverance, man, you know, it's what I say all the time. People who are going to succeed are going to succeed. And people who aren't, aren't. And, you know, I was, I believe that I was born to be fucking successful. I believe it. And anything else, I mean, it doesn't, it, it, I don't doubt that. So like for me, no matter what happens, I don't doubt my fucking path or my journey or I just know that it's something that we're going to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that most people feel that way. You know, I feel like, I mean, I can bring you a million examples, you know, from when I was eight years old and I fucking saw my first Lamborghini, I, I knew I was going to have one. You know, I used to have fucking dreams and about being a rapper. Okay. <laughs> like, dude, for real. Like, yeah. okay. And I used to think I was going to be a rapper, but you know, it turns out that while I did, I'm not a rapper, I do get in front of big crowds and entertain them and speak to them all the time. So maybe it didn't exactly happen the way that I wanted, but the same, you get the same result. You know what I mean? Right. You get that right. like cool, fun speaking in public or public entertainer or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't doubt, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I just don't doubt things about myself. Like when I say we're going to build the company to, you know, multi-billion dollar level, I don't doubt that, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I don't think anybody in this building would tell you that I fucking doubt it. I would say that a lot of times they doubt it, mm-hmm. but I don't doubt it. No, I've, I've definitely learned that. About yeah. You for sure. Yeah. Like, so I don't, but I don't know, like, I don't think most people are like that. Mm-hmm. I think most people doubt everything. Mm-hmm. And I think most people think that they're terrible. And most people think that they're made to be an average Joe. And most people think that life is supposed to be really fucking hard. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I contribute to that because of the way I speak about success, like how success is fucking hard and you're going to have to be dedicated. But the reason I do that is because I have to, you have to filter out the fucking wannabes, you know, the people who want it easy. I don't want them. I don't like the people listening right now. Every motherfucker listening right now knows that success is hard because they've watched an Instagram video or they've heard me speak or they, and then they're still coming. Those are the, like you guys listening, you guys are the fucking the pre-qualified people. You know, I don't want the fucking get rich quickers. Like, dude, it, it, those people chase their tails their whole life. You know, I want people that fucking love the process and love to work and love to be creative. And, you know, I, I asked Chris yesterday, um, you know, we're doing uh, Dan Fleischman's charity of giving out the backpacks. We mentioned it a, a while ago. Yeah. Um, and and I, I asked him, I said, dude, do you think you could be homeless for a month? And he goes, yeah, I could be homeless for a month. And I'm like, no, I mean, really, like, could you be homeless for a month? And he was like, well, I could, I would definitely survive. I mean, I'm not going to fucking die. And I'm like, well, no, I, that's not what I mean. Like what I'm, and what I meant with the question is like, what the fuck would you do all day? Like, <laughs> what would you do? Like, I couldn't not be, I couldn't be like that. Like I couldn't, I can't relate to it. Like, what the fuck do you do all day? Like you smoke cigarettes and drink some fucking booze. Like, right. How could you do that every day? Right. Like, I love what I do. I love being busy. I love contributing. I love creating value. Dude, I love seeing people, you know, talk about how they lost 100 pounds this year using our products with First Form. Uh, shameless plug on my own fucking show. It's okay. But, by the way, that's firstform.com. <laughs> but. One S T P H L R M. And by the way, we are doing another transformation challenge uh, this year. So, nice. go to go to uh, firstform.com and read about that. But, um. You know, that's what I like. I like that. You know, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I was put here to make an impact, mm-hmm. you know, and in any way and every way I can. And I think I'm doing that. So it makes me yeah. feel good. So, so like, what would you do all fucking day? Smoke cigarettes? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, that's I what I'm saying. Like, well, if you were homeless for all fuck, for fucking 30 days, what would you do all day? And like, I was talking to my other friend yesterday and he's like, dude, I'd be like, Take, take, taking my, I was talking to Fleischman, mm-hmm. Dan Fleischman. If you're not following him, you got to follow him. He's a fucking awesome dude. Um, <sighs> let, me, let me spell that for everybody. At D-A-N-F-L-E-Y-S-H-M-A-N. Yeah. At Dan Fleischman. Good dude. Yeah. Smart dude. Yeah. And a uh, very successful guy. But we were talking, him and I were talking about it. Because I'm like, I'm just kind of interested in the question. Like, what would you do? And he's like, man, 
He's like, I would probably like, first of all, take care of my primary needs of trying to, you know, eat. Uh, and then I would probably go to like the dollar store and like make popsicle stick like figurines and try yeah. to sell them. Like, and that's, uh, it's funny. Cause like, that's what, what I would do. I would do shit like that. Like yeah. I would go try to figure out a way to turn my dollar or $10 that I collected that day into fucking a hundred, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. I, I don't, I, I, that's the only thing I could think I would do. Yeah. Maybe I'm being like, maybe I'm being ridiculous, but like, I just don't know what I would do all day. No, I think you're making a good point. Because like, me, it, all, it doesn't take all day to survive. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. But so going back to that whole concept, though, of success being hard, I think I'd be curious what you have to say. I think that part of the main problem with most people is they see the word hard as a negative thing. And uh, I, I think of when my brother, my brother got married like five or six years before I did. And like after a year of marriage, I sat down with him. We were having a beer and I said, so how's, how's married life? And he said, it's really hard. And I was like, oh man, I'm sorry. And he looks What's at me. What's hard goes, about it? He, he, well, he, he looks at me and he goes, Vaughn, I, I said it was hard. I didn't say it was bad. Those are two different things. And I think he meant just like, you know, trying to put your wife's needs above his own and doing all these things. And, but the, but the, but I do think that that's what a lot of people think of when they think of success being hard. It's, it's like a negative thing, but it's, they think of it as negative. Like they think of anything that, that takes a lot of effort and focus and, integ- and integrity. Yeah, and I, I, I agree you know with what that. I'm saying? Yeah, it's the same with working out. Like people, people always bitch about how hard working out is, but you've never seen somebody walk out of gym after a workout and say, fuck, I wish I didn't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. You'll, you'll see a 400-pound dude, and I've seen this, fucking puke his guts out, and then walk five minutes later and be like, that was fucking awesome. Right. A dude who never worked out before. And that's what it seems like successful people. They, when but they don't realize. People don't realize that because yeah. they, dude, they don't have any taste of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. dude, go, go fucking do something entrepreneurial. And fi- dude, like you guys listening who are entrepreneurs, think about the first time you sold something. You know, the first order you had or the first customer you had. Like, dude, it's the greatest fucking feeling in the world. Right. And you need to get fucking rich. It's just the process is fun. Like, right. learning how to do it is fun. I still, my favorite thing to do is to be in our retail stores on the retail floor talking to people and going through the education process and showing them what they need to do. And then having them, you know, write me an email a month later be like, dude, I lost 12 pounds. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest, dude, it's the greatest thing ever. Like, if you can't get hyped about that, what the fuck can you get hyped about? You know, you took something that is a major problem for somebody and you helped them solve it. And dude, what's a bigger problem than their health or their weight or their appearance or their self-esteem? Nothing. Mm-mm. You know, that's why I love what we do. Yeah. Because, you, you know, and that's what differentiates us, I think, from all the other companies. I mean, I'm sure there's other companies out there that care, but not like we do. Yeah. It's it's amazing, though. I mean, it, the more I'm around successful people, the more I, I see how much they just delight in doing things that demand something of them dude fuck yeah you know it's an addiction yeah you know it's like yeah. winning man it's like gambling it's it's you know it, it's an addiction like you get to a point where the 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 process is more rewarding than the money and when you can get yourself in that point that's when you really start making money yeah you know like i don't sit around and think like <clears throat> how can i make money I, that's what I did when I made no money. Like when I didn't make any money, I used to think about all day, like how do I make, how do I make money? Now what I do is I think about like, dude, what could we do that would be really cool for our customers? Mm-hmm. What could I do that would be really cool for our, our outside reps that we call legionnaires here? Mm-hmm. You know, what what could we do to help them? What could we do to make their experience with First Swarm better? What could I do to make a cool thing for our employees? Or, or you know, I think about all those things. I don't think about the money because yeah. I know if we do all those things, the money comes. Yeah. But people, people that don't have any money have a hard time understanding that, right. you know? So, so when they do those things three or four times in the first you know month in business, they're like, oh, it didn't work, bro. You, they quit and you know, you do, you got to realize it takes, it, it just takes real time, man. Yeah. It, I think yeah. the underestimation of what kind of time it takes is the most reason, the reason most people quit, whether it be in fitness, whether it be, you know quitting drinking, you know, how much time it takes for you to not want that drink, quitting smoking, how much time it takes for you to not want to smoke, 
they underestimate those times. Right. So they think that it's never going to happen. Right. Well, that that was actually going to be a, a question of mine later on, which is I, we know why lazy people quit because it just gets too hard. But in, in your mind then, the reason that otherwise well-intentioned people who actually are okay working hard, you think the reason most of those people quit is that they just they quit too soon. They, oh, yeah, no they, doubt. Yeah. Dude, you know? anytime you quit, it's too soon. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there is... And I want to take a touch on this because I get asked this a lot. How do you know when it is time to quit? That's part of being... Because there is times where you need to quit and do something else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're fucking running your business for 15 fucking years and you haven't made, you've made 800, 900 bucks, you know, it's time to fucking consider that maybe you're not any good at what you do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but people don't, people don't, you know, they take everything so literal that when you tell somebody that it's time to quit, you know, or that to never quit, they literally sometimes never quit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And there is a time to quit, but you've got to be, that's part of being self-aware and recognizing like, okay, can I see this playing out over the next five years? What would need to happen for this to be successful? And are those things feasible? And you have to kind of work a plan backwards from where you want to be and see if that shit can even happen. You know what I mean? And dude, if you could see it, it could happen. But if you can't see it, you might not be in the right position. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have to chalk that up to, to a lesson. You know, it's a college course in entrepreneurship. There's been a lot of things that I've gotten into that after I got into them, I realized that it wasn't going to work. I had to stop. Because right. if I would have kept going, I would have never made anything, you know? Right. Um, so it's one of those things where you've got to know, it's not always, you know, hey, don't ever quit. But there's certain things that you don't ever quit, like your diet and your fitness and your exercise. If you stick with it, it'll work. Right. Um, and I believe that in entrepreneurship, most things can work. You know, I've seen some fucking crazy shit, man. Look at the fucking Snuggie. You know, <laughs> somebody took a fucking somebody took a fucking jacket and cut the hood off and put it on backwards and fucking made a billion dollars. <laughs> you know, like there's a market for shit, man. It's just figuring out how to do it. Um, I mean, w- w- fucking, you can think of a million things like that. Yeah. You know, the yeah. Snuggie's the one that blows my mind. It is. Pr- it's crazy. Yeah. Right? You know, more power to them. I would love to know if they, like, if you hooked them up to a lie detector, if they would say, no, we knew it was going to be. We knew this. We knew we had lightning in a box. Dude, it's a good idea. Yeah. Or I if mean, they're just like, no, we were just doing it to screw around. And it was. Dude, every girl I've ever met is always fucking cold. <laughs> every girl. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they always cry about it being cold. And. You know, it just, it's just one of those things, man. You stick your fucking arms through the holes. I mean, it's it's pretty genius. We should get an MFCEO Snuggie. Yeah, man. Now, awesome. now that you said that, somebody's going to fucking send one. Yeah. But yeah, that's good. don't because I'm always sweating. So, <laughs> Well, so a lot of what we talk about in this show uh, is, is paradoxical. I mean, you've, you've talked about like the balance of, of working long term, but also winning the day. And one of the other things that is paradoxical that, that I think relates to uh, perseverance is the fact that you have, you are always harping on the fact that it is up to you, okay? It's it's about you taking personal responsibility. But then the flip side of that is you do say that to be truly successful, you can't do it alone. You're going to have to surround yourself with good well, people. Well, eventually, so, I don't know. So, I personally don't know anybody who's super financially successful that's, that, that does it by themselves in one-man show. You know, I know a couple guys who who do okay that way, but they're not what I would consider successful because they're always chasing their tails. Right. So would you consider this a true statement that you can probably look at the people around you and that will give you an indication of whether you're going to quit or not in terms of who you're surrounding, like how much the people you surround yourself with determine whether you're going to persevere on the road to success. No, I don't think that? that. I think that, I think you either, no, I don't know. I mean, it depends on your personality. I think there's a lot of people who are who are literally immune to negative fucking input and don't give a fuck what people say. Like, dude, when people tell me I'm not going to do something, that like fires me to the point where I'm going to do it and then I'm going to send you a fucking postcard that shows you exactly when I did it and I'm going to sign it with a fucking middle finger. <laughs> I'm not kidding either. No, I know you're not kidding. You know, and that's what I, I like being surrounded by negativity because it drives me. Yeah. Um, most people can't handle that because most people aren't competitors. Mm-hmm. You know, when people tell me no, that means you just guaranteed that I'm going to fucking destroy you. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Uh, and I'll do anything to do that. But I don't think most people are that way. Right. I think, but I think most people, you know, most people need to have their little asses patted and told they did a good job and told, you know, oh, you're so fucking special, you know, and be encouraged. And I've just not ever been that kind of person. Right. But the flip side of that is you have talked about the importance of cutting the dead weight from your life. That's why. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I cut my dead weight from my life because it's, I don't like to waste my time mm-hmm. with it. But I also, I also think recognize that I'm not like most people. I think most people need to cut dead weight because they can't deal with criticism or negativity and they need positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not a guy who likes positive reinforcement or, or needs it. Mm -hmm. I just don't, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I fucking reinforce my own shit. So I, I, I don't, it's hard for me to like, I have to like relate to people based off my experiences with other people. You know, mm-hmm. and my experience with other people is that most people can't handle negativity. They don't know how to handle it. They're not, they're not tough enough to fucking take it. And they don't have the attitude of like, I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. I know some few people like that. They're all super successful, but, right. um, most people, you know, they'll fucking, I mean, dude, that's the email or message I get the most. Oh, my fucking parents, you say cut dead weight, but my parents don't fucking believe in me. Well, fuck your parents. You know, that's the truth. If that's what you want, then you're going to have to stop listening to fucking mom and dad. I'm not saying be mean to them, but maybe don't talk to them about your fucking shit. Go out and fucking do it anyway, and then have them come tell you how proud they are in 10 years. That's right. what you're going to have to fucking do. Right. You know, I'm not saying be an asshole, but, I, you know, when I say fuck your parents, but, dude, that's what I'm saying. Right. You know, like, it doesn't matter. If somebody doesn't fucking believe in you, and you need that belief to propel you, you better do everything you can to get that shit out of your life. Right. You know, for me, I've got to a point where I enjoy it, but you know, it wasn't always that way when I was young, you know, I guess I took that shit to heart more than I do now. Mm -hmm. Now, like when people like now, you know, way less people tell me I'm not going to do shit, you know, because I've done some shit. Yeah. But in the beginning, you know, fuck, I had people in my own family telling me like, you know, oh, you still got that little vitamin shop. (laughs) Yeah. Motherfucker. I still got it. Yeah. You know, well, it goes back to what we were talking about last week where, which is the need that some people have for validation. You know, that the only way that they're going to persevere is if people say, no, you're doing the right thing. You're doing okay. And sometimes you need that. I mean, dude, you know, there's been times where, I, you know, where I've gotten that and it's felt good. Mm-hmm. It's nice to know that you're on the right track. Yeah, it, it is good. Yeah. You know, I, but if you need it every fucking day, yeah, just exactly. like you need motivation it, every exactly, day. It's like, dude, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. It shouldn't be something that you need to have every fucking day. Right. You know, like I get dudes that, that'll email in. And they'll ask, hey, I did this. Do you think that's the right thing to do? Well, fuck, I don't know. What do you think? What do, you, do you think it's the right thing to do? Because that's what's important. It's not right. what I think. Right. Or what anybody else thinks. And, and you know what? If you choose the wrong thing, the worst thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to learn a lesson. So, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I, I don't know. I think I feel differently. But then again, I don't know if I feel differently. Maybe I just feel differently because I'm at a different point than what most people are at. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe because like I can remember like um, I can remember talking to my my buddies who are the CEO of Europa Sports, uh, one of the biggest sports distribution companies in the world. And when we started with them, we were only we don't really do a whole lot of business with them anymore because we buy direct. But um, when I started with them, we were only fucking 19 years old. And, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. So like the, when I would talk to those guys, you know, they would say, Hey, no, you're doing it right. Just keep doing it this way. And you know, that, that helped, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man, like I, that's a hard thing for me to answer. Like, do I think it's, I, I think the thing that, dip, that makes people succeed or not succeed is what the fuck they really want and how bad they want it. Yeah. You know, cause if you want it bad enough, you're going to do it no matter what anybody says around you. You, you you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's, you know, your friends. I think the number one thing is is how bad do you really want it? The, the second thing maybe would be who do you surround yourself with? And that's not necessarily for the encouragement, but it's for the knowledge. You know, like my friends who are peers of mine, we don't like, it's there's no encouragement that goes on. We don't go, oh, fuck yeah, Andy, you can fucking do it. <laughs> hey, Dan Fleischman, bro, you can do it. No, we know we can fucking do it. But we share ideas and we share dreams and we share goals 
and it doesn't get laughed at and it doesn't get like, you know, it's a normal conversation. It's not, bra- it's not bragging. You know, I'm not bragging when I talk to Dan and right. say, I want to buy a G650, right. you know, that's $80 million. That's not bragging. That's me just telling him what I want to do. Right. But if you have those conversations with people that aren't on that level, it's, you know, you're not comfortable because you're bragging or you're trying to show off or you know, like when I talk to my car guys and I talk to them about my fucking cars and I say, oh yeah, I want to get the new fucking Lambo Perf, Perf Monte that's coming out or my 4 GTs getting done this. That's bragging to most people, but mm-hmm. to peers, it's not bragging. It's just conversation. Right. And I think that's the reason that it's important to s- surround yourself with successful people because you're going to actually learn more. You're going to say, oh, my business is doing this and this. Well, have you talked to fucking Joe over at We Ship Everything? He can do international shipping flat rate for 10 bucks. And you share ideas. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, and I've found that that's more important than maybe what people think. The you know the old saying, surround yourself with four wealthy people and you'll be the fifth. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not necessarily because of mystical forces. It's because these four motherfuckers know how to do it and you right. don't. <laughs> you know? So I think that's why it's more important. Not necessarily. You know, so maybe that, maybe that is why. Maybe to answer your question, is that. Um, but I don't think that like anybody who is, you know, has it in them to succeed is going to quit because their four friends are making fun of them. Right. If that's going to stop you, you, you don't have it. Right. Yeah. Period. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, I guess the only other thing I, I want to bring up is just, and it overlaps with last week, you know, with the motivation thing, but, and that's the, that's the issue of one of the ways that you persevere is that you just know that your work will pay off. And, and this is a, re- a repeat of an earlier point, but I, it just it needs to be driven home, is that it's an equation, as you said. Like, persevere because your actions will get results. You know, if you do something once, it can be considered lucky. If you do something twice, it's, it's not. And most people don't ever get to that doing something twice to where they believe that it's their actions that dictate the result. You know, they go out, they open a fucking lawn care service and they build a, a decent lawn care service and they say, you know, oh man, like these, you know, there's fucking 14 year old kids that do this shit mm-hmm. and they build a great lawn care service and they go out and they make, meet customers and they shake hands and they, they make a little money, they cash flow their business, they're making some money to take home and then they, when they think of the bigger business to start, let's say a paving company, they're like, fuck, I don't know if I can do it. Motherfucker, you just did it. Right. But you were cutting grass instead of paving fucking roads. It's it's scaling. It's the same fucking thing, dude. The only thing, you know what I do here? I sell fucking snow cones. It ain't no different. Mm-hmm. I sell fucking snow cones. I go out, I get the fucking ice, I get the flavoring, I put the motherfucking shit in a cup, and I sell it to people. Only instead of being fucking snow cones, I go out, I fucking source the protein, I flavor the protein, I put the shit in a fucking bottle, and I sell it to people. That's it. It's a scalable process. So, like, you have to realize that, like, if you're sell- whether you're selling fucking snow cones or you're selling fucking nuclear fucking warheads, it's the same fucking thing. You go out, you find the shit, you put it in a package, and you sell it to people. It isn't that fucking hard. People make it hard because their brains are so fucking small and limited in their ability to think that they can't comprehend that what they're doing at 14 years old is the same thing they're going to be doing at 24 or 34 or 44. It's the fucking same. I don't know how to say that any more clear than I just said it. If you could go out and fucking cut grass and make money doing it when you're 14 fucking years old, you could fucking do anything. Period. People just don't fucking think like that. They think because they've never witnessed it. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, you know, oh, I'm fucking so scared to scale. You, you learn the fucking skills. You go out, you meet customers. You shake their hand. You say, hey, nice to meet you. I'm fucking Joe. I'm going to make your grass look like the fucking Kentucky Derby. And you do it. <laughs> and then you do it with the next business and the next business. The skills are all the same. It's just, it just doesn't, it blows my mind how afraid people are of trying something that is the exact same thing as what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Can you not see the parallel between cutting grass and then paving roads? It takes a little more money. You, you cut grass for long enough to take the money. You roll it into paving equipment. You fucking start paving the roads. 
You know, I'm using this example because I know a motherfucker that did this. And he makes a lot of fucking money. I remember a, you telling me about it. A lot guy. of yeah. money. Yeah. I used to work for him yeah. when I was a fucking kid. Is this the guy that has the government contracts? Yes. Yeah. I had to fucking paint parking lots. And then you know what I had to do? I had to move the fucking parking lot bumpers. And we used to have to go to fucking these parking lots and move these fucking parking lot bumpers all off the lot so we could run the striper back and forth. And then we put them all back. You want to talk about a job that sucks. You want to know why I'm successful? Because I don't want to put down parking blocks. That's why. I, I did shit that was so hard that I didn't want to fucking work that hard. Yeah. So I figured out a way to do it without having to work that hard. Yeah. You know? I'm fucking not doing it. And I'll do anything to not have to do that. Yeah. You know? But most people don't have that experience. How many people at 14 years old are fucking moving parking blocks across the fucking lot that were 600 fucking pounds? You get what I'm saying? Or pouring fuck, or carrying concrete forms. I, my dad fucking, I'm very thankful because my dad made me go out and do this shit, mm-hmm. even though I hated it. Me and Chris both, we did both did the parking lots. We both did the concrete. Chris, my business partner, and we both did fucking digging fence post holes for jobs. The three of the hardest fucking jobs, and I'm not talking about with a fucking auger bit. I'm talking about with a motherfucking post hole digger. <laughs> you know, like the one you yeah. throw in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Try digging a fucking hundred of those a day. For fucking summer. Dude, I worked my dick off just so I could know. And my dad made me do that shit so that I knew what I didn't want to do. Because I don't want to fucking do that. You want to do that? Hey, let's go start a fucking post hole digging company. Fuck that. (laughs) You you know? Yeah, absolutely. But, dude, it's all the same shit, man. It's just people just don't do it because they get stuck in the analyzing mode. Like, I'm going to... You know, paralysis by analysis, you know? Oh, well, what if I do this and this happens? And then what if I do this and and then this doesn't happen? And what if I do this and this happens and then this doesn't happen and then my parents fucking hate me? Right. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, dude, go fucking do it, man. Life is about doing shit. You know, go out and experience shit. Find out what works. Find out what doesn't work. Try shit. Fail. Learn. Do it again. Do it better. That's what this is about. You know, there's no way to fucking plan for the future if you've never even been down that road. So fucking go. You know, don't sit there with your hands on your fucking pockets and wonder why you're not anywhere where you want to be. It's because you're too pussy to go out and fucking do it. That's all it is. You have to go do shit. That's what life is about. It's about doing shit, finding out what works, finding out what doesn't work. And eventually, if you're fucking above a 60 fucking IQ, you're going to know not to repeat the same shit that doesn't work over and over again. And then guess what? By process of elimination, you start to become successful. It's not that hard. Couldn't say it any better than that. Guys, Andy is at Andy Frisella on Instagram. He's at, or it's uh, facebook.com forward slash Andrew dot Frisella on Facebook. MFCEO dash one on Snapchat. And Tyler is at my Tyler, M A I underscore T Y L E R on Instagram. Tyler, are you on any other? Uh, uh, not really. I'm, he's on Tinder. I'm <laughs> you know what's really funny? I just posted. He's under Tinder on MC Salmon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's under MC. <laughs> I, I just true. posted a picture of the two of you texting before the uh, podcast, and we've got people posting comments underneath that Tyler's probably on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, it's better than Grinder. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Is that the gay uh, one? That's the gay one, I think. What's yeah. wrong with being gay? I'm not saying it is, but I always get shit for that. Were you insinuated there was something wrong with being gay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no comment. On that note. Uh, I'm at Vaughn Kohler, V-A-U-G-H-N-K-O-H-L-E-R for pretty much everything. Jesus, shorten your name. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty short. It should just be the Impaler. Yeah. yeah the Impaler. Well, I, yeah. I actually got the uh, Vaughn the Impaler Instagram account, but I don't ever use Cause it. Because you're too pussy to use it. No, I just yeah. started with Vaughn Kohler. Yeah. Why would I transfer over my brand? Because it's way cooler. Oh, well, that's true. That's probably yeah. true. But yeah. Anyway, so. guys, look. I just want to say, you know... I appreciate you guys. The, you know, like I, the coolest thing about this for me, and we're going into this 2017. I just want to wrap up this little podcast with with this. You know, the coolest thing for me about w- what we do here is that we're surrounded with like minded people. We're surrounded with people who aren't afraid to work. We're surrounded with people who aren't afraid to take the risks, and we're surrounded with people who support each other. And I think that's fucking cool because in today's age. You know, outside of this group, you know, half the motherfuckers out there are too scared to do anything. And 40% of the rest of them are critics that haven't done shit. They want to tell you, you know, why the fuck you can't do what it is you want to do. And what's cool about this group is, is that, you know, people 
are okay with working. People are okay with hustling. People are okay with doing what they need to do. And they're okay with being successful. You know, they don't boo-hoo success. So, guys, I just want to say thank you for your support. You know, you guys are the reason our podcast has grown. It's not me. It's not Vaughn. Uh, it's about you guys sharing it with other people. And you guys have done an awesome job with that. You know, we always ask that, you know, if you found value in the podcast, um, to share it with one other person. And that has been tremendously successful uh, month by month. So I just want to say thank you guys for actually doing that and not just sucking this information in and not contributing to the cause because it's very clear in our numbers and in the growth of the podcast that you guys are actually sharing it with other people and uh, that means the world to us. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, and we look forward to kicking ass with you this year. What? <laughs> I was going to say, take it easy, everyone. Right, are we going to sing Old Lang Syne? No, we're, we're going to make fun of you for being awkward. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you can do that. All right. We'll okay. see you guys next time. Take it easy. <laughs>